Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 99, Behind the Scenes. can't believe this is my 99th episode. We're almost to 100 good people. Hey! Um, so I hope everyone had a good weekend. Um, I hope everyone's getting ready for the work week. Um, happy Founders Day to all of my cute dogs out there. Um, This Sunday, they're celebrating their Founders Day. So, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to all the bros that I know. And also shout out to the Beta Chapter. Those are special bros in my heart. The Lincoln bros, okay? So shout out to y'all. So let's get into the show. Um, So, damn America, do we miss Carrie Hilson? So I asked this question because I was at the bar... um, uh on Thursday and I was like okay they playing all the old hits and they played you know her old song sometimes love can knock you down with Kanye West and Neo and I thought to myself I'm like damn do people really miss Curry Hilson because Curry Hilson had some hits back in the day like that little whole little album uh, that got Superhuman on there with Chris Brown. That album was my shit. Then she had another little album that was real good. But then I think when she started all that little beef or whatever with the Beyonce thing or some shit, people, you know, came at her neck. But I just honestly like just think back and I'm like, yo, do we really miss her? Like, would she be good right now in the music industry? Like, would she still have the same amount of fans, you know, can she still sing? Cause you know, she was with, um, the boy that plays for, uh, the Raptors, Sergio. So she was with him and, you know, they had a rocky little relationship, you know, they broke up, whatever case may be, you know, I see her on Instagram, I follow her. So I'm just like, okay, what exactly is Carrie doing? She don't have no single out, no nothing. Like, is she going independent? Is she back, like, you know, in the studio? But a lot of people were just like, no, Shay, <laughs> we don't miss her. And I'm like, damn, I I kind of do miss her. Like, I miss Carrie Hilson. Honestly, like, that was my girl. Like, she has some good-ass songs. So, I feel like if I want Carrie to come back, I want her to come back with nothing slow, you know. I want her to come back with something real good, something uh, close to with the um, sometimes love knocking down. I want something like that. And then I want her, you know, album 
to be her with, you know, something real cute on. I want her to go back to the little shortcut, you know, that she used to rock. Because her shortcuts used to be looking good as shit. Okay. Yeah, I, I want that Carrie Hilson back. Like, I miss Carrie Hilson. Like, I miss her. I don't know why nobody else does. Like, that bitch, <laughs> that bitch was the bitch. Let me see some because, you know, I really, really go off of you know, certain signs about people. Let me see how many albums this bitch had. She only had two. In 2009, A Perfect World and No Boys Allowed. No Boys Allowed. Now, that was my album. That is the one that I couldn't think of. No Boys Allowed. Um, she is a songwriter, too. She wrote a lot of songs. She co-wrote songs for Mary J. Blige, Omarion. We liked them. You know we liked Omarion, The Pussycat Dolls. We like people like that. Well, she has 29 singles, but only two albums. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like her. We ain't seen her in a long time. In a long time. And I think she needs to bring... I think she needs to come on back. Come on back, Curry girl. We miss you, girl. We want you, girl. Shanghai wants you, girl. I want you to drop me a little couple of notes, girl, okay? Because, matter of fact, No Boys Allowed, I was actually listening to that album the other day, and that shit was good. <laughs> what a bitch back to some memories. <laughs> but it was a good album. Bitch was, <laughs> I felt the little tear forming in my eyes, because that album right there, honey. Woo! Mm. Well, bitch, if they don't miss you, Carrie, I miss you. So, that's all that really matters, okay? I miss you, bitch. I don't know about nobody else, but you got a dedicated fan right here, okay? I miss you. All right. So, Damn America, which Destiny Child do you prefer, original members or Michelle? So, <laughs> every time I'm in a group chat with my girls, I always, like, come across posts or whatever. So I see this post talking about how Destiny's Child was celebrating some song. I think it was, um, damn, damn, damn. What album is that when it's just the three of them? Michelle, I was listening to it um, the other day. Damn, let me see what that fucking album is with these bitches. Destiny Fulfilled. So that was like uh, history since it came out, whatever. So then, you know, I didn't sign up for Disney Plus or whatever. And I watched Smart Guy. And I'm like, oh, let me get the old episode of Smart Guy when they had Destiny shot on it. And they had the original members. They had Kelly, Latavia, Latoya, and Beyonce. And I'm just looking and they performing No, No, No. I'm like, yo. This is the fucking Destiny Child that I miss. Like, these was my bitches. I love Latavia. She was, like, sassy. Then you had, those, like, all of them click. And then they did another little song, acapella. I'm like, oh, yeah, these bitches could sing. Like, everything. So then, when I was on my way to work, I was like, okay, let me listen to the old album. Their very first album. So a lot of people don't know they had albums. So they had 
Let me see. The very first album for Destiny's Child was called Destiny's Child. And that came out in 1998. And that had some of my good fucking songs in it. Like, No, 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 Part 1 and 2. Like, good songs. Then they came out with the album that we all know, The Writings on the Wall. And The Writings on the Wall was good as shit. Because <clears throat> from Bills, Bills, Bills to Say My Name to... To fuck is one of them songs on it. That's my jam. Let me see what I'm singing. So good. Confessions. Temptation. Now that she's gone. Hey, ladies. If you leave her, she can't let like the whole fucking album rock. And then when I go and I look at Michelle when she got into the group, I'm like, she just don't do it. Like, Michelle do not do it for me. I don't know what it is. Like, she doesn't give me that umph like Latoya and Latavia did. And everybody was like, oh, but Michelle, her voice. And I'm like, I don't really, like, I don't feel it. I don't see it. Like, I just, it doesn't do anything for me. So, if they were to do a reunion, they have to do the reunion with the original members. And... When they do say my name and bills, 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 they have to do with the original members. Then after that, Michelle can come out. But other than that, I don't want to keep seeing Michelle do say my name if Beyonce and Kelly is cool with Latoya and Talia. Like, I don't want to see that shit no more. She and Then my bitches was dancing back in the day. Like, they was giving it to me. They was, they was giving Michelle... Michelle, stiff as the fucking, just stiff, just terrible, like, just, just, just there, like, she wasn't even, she don't have no, you know, it may sound like I'm, sound, I sound like a, you know, I can't stand Michelle type, but I am here for the original DC, I'm here for the original Destiny Child, them bitches just did something for me. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because like we grew up on them and that's what we know. But them bitches them bitches was my bitches. And as far as I'm concerned, I fucks with them. I like them. I I'm not trading them in for nothing. Honestly, I don't even care too much that Beyonce was the lead singer out the group. I, I didn't even really pay attention to that to be honest because I feel like everybody, you know, Offer whatever they could offer to the group. Latoya could sing. She had a couple little parts. Kelly could sing. Like yet again, I told you Latavia was like sassy. She could sing, but I just don't know where that clash went at. Where they had to come pick up fucking Michelle. Michelle fucking stiff ass. God bless myself. She's stiff as shit, y'all. She can't dance. Can't dance at all. So I don't know how she got the choreography with certain shit, but. She couldn't get it together. That shit was really pissing me off. Like, I was just looking at a video or something they did. Just doing, you know, some little flashbacks. And I'm looking. I'm just like... I'm just looking like, this is what? Like, why do people like Michelle? I don't understand it. But the old Ashton Child, it takes me to a different place. Like, it just takes me to a whole different place. Like, it's just beautiful. Like, I just love it. I'm just, like, feeling so good. I'm just feeling so good. So good. So, 
I don't know. I'm just feeling like I'm just feeling amazing. Like when I listen to old Destiny Child songs, like I just feel like I'm in a whole different zone. Like I'm just floating and just you know the old original. And then when I put on the ones with Michelle on there, I'm just like I'm drowning. I ain't even floating no more. I'm just drowning. I'm just drowning. She just don't do it for me. She just don't. She don't do it for me at all. And then when she was on that little show on Wee TV, something, Chad Love, something, it ain't do it for me there either. I was just like, okay, whatever. But, you know, <clears throat> damn America, I miss Carrie Hilson. I've always miss Carrie Hilson. I was just wondering when the topic of discussion was going to come up and when my bitch was going to give us a single, but hopefully it coming soon. Okay, she working on her vocals. And then, damn America, I prefer the original Destiny Child over Michelle. And if you don't know who the original members are, it's Latoya, Latavia, Kelly, and Beyonce. And those are the four that I like, okay? I'm like Michelle. Now, when they do a tour and they do the grand finale at the end, then, you know. And then, you know, another thing. When they do the tour, since all four, since, since three of them went solo, Latoya... Latoya, Kelly, and Beyonce, after the originals perform all the songs, right? They should have Beyonce perform the songs that she wants to perform. Those little songs, right? The ones, you know, the Dangerously in Love album, whatever, whatever, like that. And then, after they have the Dangerously in Love album, they should let Latoya or Latavia perform no they should let latoya perform all her singles and then they should let they should let um kelly perform her singles since she wants to be you know solo and then they can have michelle come towards the end she gotta be a then if she not then then i don't know <laughs> i don't know how she gonna fit up in the um up in the whole thing she has she has to be towards the end. So, if they perform anything, it has to be original DC3, then LaToya. No, yeah, then LaToya, then Kelly, and then Beyonce. Let Beyonce go last, actually, because she's going to give us a grand finale. So, let her go last, and then Michelle can go. Because Michelle... She ain't got that really many songs, I don't think, for real, for real. I think she had, like, a couple of songs. I don't think she got that many songs, but that's how the order should go. So, you can fight me if you think. You can fight me. I'm telling you. We can go toe-to-toe about this, but the original Dutchie Childs was popping. Point blank, period. If they do a reunion tour, it better be them full. I'll, I'll think about seeing Michelle. Think about it. and that's a so the, that's the I don't know that's the thought it's the thought process. So all right, so let's get into our <clears throat> rising star. So our rising star is Roquan Brown. Roquan Brown. Ooh, that's a name. Um, he's seventeen. He receives 24 college offers while launching a company dedicated to stop gun gun violence. I'm sorry. He is actually from the D.C. area. 
So shout out to him. Um, he went to Ele he goes to Eleanor, no Theodore Roosevelt, I believe. He goes to Theodore Roosevelt. So out of the 24, seven of them are Ivy League colleges. So he received offers from Army University, Georgetown, Harvard, Howard, and Yale. And 16 of the offers include a full-ride scholarship. So he says he plans to major in business and minor in African-American studies, according to, according to him. Um, he's about to be in his junior year. Um, so... He has a 3.9 grade point average. Yet again, he goes to Theodore Roosevelt High School, where he's also the student body president. So in 2018, he received a 1320 score on his SAT, while the average score was 1068, according to the Princeton Review. He also runs track and plays football as a wide receiver and cornerback. And he reportedly runs a 4.3 in a 40-yard dash. Damn, he fast as shit. Um, away from school, he owns and operates a clothing company called Love One. He says the company donates 20% of its proceeds to an organization in New Jersey called One Gun Zone. One Gun Gone, I'm sorry. The organization buys guns from New Jersey residents and turns them into art projects. The cause is personal to Brown, who says in September 2017, his friend and teammate was killed in Washington, D.C. A year later, his stepfather was killed in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, he said he wants people to be inspired to turn their pain into power. He wanted to be gun violence to the punch so that our families don't have to continuously fall victim to tragic losses. We're eliminating a small fragment of the pro of the problem in order to reduce the amount of our loved ones being taken from us. So he credits his parents for his success. While his stepfather took him to his first football practice, he says he was inspired by his bio biological father who attended Howard and McCain uh dental um who became um a dentist so shout out to to Raekwon, uh brown i think that's an inspiring story um he's from washington dc theodore roosevelt is uh you know a really good school in uh, dc um a lot of people give that school a lot of like rep you know bad rep or whatever because where it's located on georgia avenue but i'm glad to see that um He's a young black man out there, you know, doing things for the causes that we, you know, fight about to this day. So shout out to him. Um, so time again to our twerk something segment, okay? The twerk something segment has been the best segment out of ninety-nine <laughs> episodes. Like everyone is up in like sometimes people like the damn America, then they like the twerk something, but the twerk something is really where it just gets Juicy, okay, basically. Um, so Tory Lanez dropped the album on Friday. Thank you, Tory Lanez, because that album, the Chinks Tape Fat, like that album from the beginning to the end, I didn't skip any song. And he just brings back all the classics from the 2000s, every beat, like when you immediately hear the song come on you know like damn this is my shit back in the day he got everybody on there jagged edge little wayne lloyd ashanti's on the fucking cover looking bad as shit and on the song chris brown one two like he got so many people on there and the album is just fire fire 
And I always used to look at Tory Lanez. I'm like, yo, this nigga's really a clown. Whatever, like, who is he? Then when I went to the Chris Brown concert, I'm like, okay, I know who Tory Lanez is. He got some, you know, some good songs. He performs really well. And then, you know, I never really listened to his albums like that. I listened to, like, maybe one or two of them. And I was like, okay, I feel this song, whatever. This song is good, whatever. But now this album, I think it's probably one of his best albums because this album... It's just so relatable because every, with everything, like, everybody want to reboot and bring certain things back. And the 2,000 artists are trying to, you know, come back and fit into what's the norm now. It's like, you know, he really, you know, paid homage. And I, I, I love it. Like, it's one of my favorite albums right now. One of my favorite albums right now. So, uh, thank you so much for that, Tori. Uh, also, so... I hear that SWV is supposed to be coming with a biopic. Um, Seven Streeter is supposed to play Coco. Now, this is my thing about that. Coco, if y'all know SWV, Coco can sing her ass off. Seven Streeter, I haven't really seen her go to that range. I, I don't even really know what her vocal capability is. And, you know, I said it on an Instagram post and a girl came at me and was like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You a hater. Hater? Hayden? How? I've only heard a couple of songs from this girl. I never heard nothing else besides the songs that she, you know, that she sings. I don't listen to her album. I just feel that Coke, her playing Coco is like a reach. A reach. But I guess we can't None of the power voices are available. I mean, it could have been probably been. Well, I guess we ain't really got nobody because Kiki Wyatt, she pregnant with her hundredth child. I guess we ain't really got nobody. So I guess they had to get what they could get. But it's like, damn, Seven Streeter? Like, what exactly has Seven? Seven Streeter can hit high enough? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I really don't see that happening. I don't see Seven Streeter hitting any high notes playing Coco. No, don't see it. Um, so y'all know my man's future birthday is coming on the twentieth, and of course you know I'm playing future all day. So don't interrupt me. Of course I'm gonna have my page open so people can see me talking to him because I feel good that a response is gonna be coming soon. But he is back with Lori Harvey. Lori is no longer with Diddy. Okay. So Lori is back where she, you know, always wanted to be. And that's with Fuch. Because, you know, when she was with Trey Songs, Fuch told her that he saw her. He was like, you know, I see you. Ain't no need to duck. You know, I see you. So, you know, she's out here in these streets. Um, People are saying, you know, Lori won't get pregnant. No, Lori not going to get pregnant. I'm going to get pregnant because I had a conversation with Future and I let him know, like, look, bro, we can't get this joint pregnant. If we get this joint pregnant, it's a whole different spectrum, a whole different line. And we're not trying to cross that line or be a part of it. So we got to go easy with this joint. And then plus, you know, it's just always want the old thing back. They always want, some bitches always want to go backwards instead of pushing forward. So she tried to push forward, but it wasn't working. So now she had to push it on back and go back into her her range so you know hopefully we'll see if she's going to be with future for his birthday but it looks like they've been rumored to be hanging hanging out really hanging out hanging out um so 
I mean, honestly, I don't like Future for I don't like Lori Hardy for Future. Okay, I really don't. You know, I feel like as us being close as we are and being good friends, you would think that he would respect me enough to text me or call me or you know write me on Instagram and ask me how I felt about this relationship. But this is the fact that you know he didn't cherish our friendship that much to even do that. I'm very devastated. Very devastated. So, you know, hopefully this Lori Harvey thing is just like a phase that he going through right now because, you know, it's about to be his birthday. But I'm not, I'm not an advocate of this shit. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. Like, why the fuck would I feel? Why, why the fuck would I even feel this? Because he didn't have a conversation with me. He didn't respect me. You know, I mean, I'm feuding with him right now just for a couple of days, but... I really felt like he should have told me. It's the respecting in our friendship. Just, you know, just respecting. It's a lot of things on here today. Um, well, you know that twin, the one that's Chloe's best friend, she pregnant. And she didn't announce that she's having a, a baby boy or something or some shit. She's giving us pregnancy pictures. But, bitch, who's your baby father, babe? Who's the baby daddy, sis? is the daddy she's on this show with her sister talking about how you know she found love and all the bitch who is the father of this baby who is it and you know ot Jenis, i don't see no pictures of him with you out and about i don't see him you know rubbing on your stomach giving no affection so like who is your baby daddy sis now this is the thing sis this is the thing it's okay if you don't know who your baby daddy is. I mean, it happens to the best of us. Now, you know, if you have to go and get a couple of people tested, you know, that's fine too, you know. And, you know, you want to just keep it on the low. That's cool. That's cool, sis. But, I mean, I think you telling us the sex of the baby and shit like that, like, don't get us all riled up because you're giving us the sex of the baby, bitch. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, who is the father? Like, how did you tell the father? Did you call the father on the phone? Did y'all FaceTime? Does he go to your appointments? Like, are you prepared to be a single mother? Is this child but a married man? Like, what? I just honestly think that she, I just honestly think that she don't know who her baby father is. That's, that's what I think, y'all. And that's the story that I'm sticking to. And I don't give a fuck what comes out about it. She doesn't know who her baby father is. And, you know, when situations happen, when you know things are good and, you know, shit's going down, sometimes you forget, you know, what's going on. And she probably just forgot what was happening? She was just having a good time. And one thing led to another. You know how the speech go. You know, one thing led to another. And she got pregnant. And when she tells all the people that could be potentials, you you know, who knows how they reacted? I don't know. But what I do know is... Every time she wants to announce something with her pregnancy, I don't know if the pregnancy is fake or she or this is real because it's always an advertisement. Like, bitch, you ain't she ain't got no 
She ain't got no jobs. All her jobs is like advertising the pregnancy stuff. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if she a surrogate for somebody or she's really having a baby. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm guessing that she's just going to be gearing up to be a single mom. And that's fine. Shout out to the single mothers out here. But I'm just trying to figure out who your baby father is, sis. Who the father? Who the daddy, sis? Who is the daddy? Who the daddy, sis? Tell us, sis. Just... <sighs> Who could it be? Who could it be? Um, speaking of the daddy. So Carmelo Anthony is back in the NBA. Lala was hyped and posted him. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, is Lala going to follow him to Portland? Like, you know, what is going to go on? Because, you know, he had a whole baby on her. Like, is she going to stay with him now that he didn't sign this contract? Because, you know, the rumor was that Lala was messing with 50 Cent. And, you know, her acting career is starting to, you know, blossom off. So, like, you know, what exactly is it she's going to do? Now... Carmelo and Lala, I've never really looked at them like as being like, oh my God, they're like couple like no. But she's a can't see she's a cancer like me. So I really can't really go into too much about her because she's the same sign as me, so I love her. But do I see her staying with Melo a little bit longer now that he has signed an NBA deal? Hell yeah. Did I ever see her ever leaving him? Probably. I saw, you know, thinking like, you know, she probably was waiting to see how that bag was going to look because, you know, she know that he wanted to be back in the, in the, in the, in the NBA. But the thing about it is, it's just like, you know, when is enough going to be enough? Like, it's not like he cheated on you and, you know, just messed around with like a stripper or some shit. He he cheated to the point where he had a whole baby. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you're out here fucking bitches or whatever, you know, I'm, of course you're fucking bitches, but you're out here. I don't know if you're using protection, protection popping. I don't know what the case may be. But it's just like, what level of embarrassment as a female can you take? And, you know, I don't think it'll be a, a, enough money, amount of nothing. I don't give a fuck if this nigga buys me 3,000 Gucci bags. It's just the, it's just the dick. It's just the, you know, your dignity. You know, you got to be your sanity. It's just a lot of stuff. And, you know, of course, it's probably crazy for me to say, oh, you know, you wouldn't do this. You don't know what you would do in that situation. But it's just like, you know, you shoulda, coulda, woulda, or you wouldn't. Shoulda, coulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda, or you wouldn't. The fuck I get that from. But I just feel like the level of respect is just gone once the nigga has a whole baby on you. Like, it's just gone. It, it's just, you know, thrown out the window. Like, that is something that is just, like... I don't even think that's forgivable for some people. Like, I don't even... I, I know I wouldn't be able to forget that. Hell no. I wouldn't be able to forget that. That's why I can't stand fucking Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Like, 
They irk me. They're up there with fucking um, Fabulous and Emily. And I just can't. Can you imagine if Fabulous proposed to Emily? How much we going to get so annoyed by Like, people not annoyed. I'm annoyed by that. Can you imagine if Fabulous proposed to Emily today or tomorrow? The Instagram is just going. I'm going to be sick. If, if 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 fabulous proposed to Emily, I think I'm gonna be sticking a thing I'm gonna I'm throw up. I think I'm gonna call out of work for three days. Use all my three six days because that's gonna make me sick. I can't I can't do them. I can't do them at all. You know how you got this this person that you just can't stand, but it's just like always in your face and like always around. That's how fabulous and Emily is to me. It's like they just always in my fucking face. Every time I'm strolling on fucking Instagram, ready to be nosy and pick up shit, here the fuck they go. And they just not, and, and there's something inside me just, just <sighs> makes me sick to my stomach. But, but the Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade sit, this nigga had a whole baby on you whole baby gonna use this and you sat there and blamed yourself and said that you was working that's when i'm just like oh fuck that's when that's when i feel like and when you say something like that you have lost yourself in the relationship and i feel like at a certain point lala lost herself in that relationship because that was a hard pill to swallow this nigga having a whole baby you got a whole 10 11 year old already at home and now he done had some baby by some little fucking thought. It's like, what's the give? Yeah, people can say it come with the lifestyle, this, that, and that, that. But come on now. Come on. Really? Does it really come with the lifestyle? Or this is just the way niggas are? Like, if she stay, she stay. But it's like, if you stay, don't throw that shit in our face. Because we don't want to see that shit. Like, don't throw that shit in our face to make yourself feel better because you stayed. Like, keep that shit in your photo album booth. Like, all these pictures and y'all having family day and pizza parties. and Keep that shit in your photo album. I don't want to see that shit because you're faking the happiness pretty much to me. So, I don't want to see it. I had an opinion on it. You know, I saw the post where she posted and it was like, oh, Cayenne is so happy that her father is going to Portland, blah, 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 blah. So I got the, you know, perspective that she was staying her ass in New York. So I'm like, okay, sis put her, sis put her little, her little big toe down. Okay. Ping. We just got to get the other side, you know, the other four. Ping. And then... Once we get all loving together, then you really be a big girl because you be putting your foot down, down. But we just got a toe. She just put her toe down. Put put her toe down. She not moving. So that's her toe. Like, I don't want to put them on my list of people that get on my fucking nerves. But I just may have to. I'm going to give them a couple of days. Just a couple. Um, But... So far, so good. They haven't really, you know, did too much for me. You know, they haven't really irked my soul like Emily and Fabulous. So they're they're doing pretty good. They're doing pretty good. So I, I won't fault them just yet. But it was coming. It was fucking coming. It's coming because the bitch, 
But you're getting tired of fabulous. I'm getting tired of them. I'm getting tired of them. Every time I see them, I feel like I I just get a cough coming on. Like every time I every time I stroll past them, it just feels like I'm getting bronchitis or something. They just they just do something to me. It just irks the fuck. It just irks the fuck out of me. It really does. They need to grow up. And thinking of growing up. So growing up, hip hop. Season five trailer. Now this growing up in hip hop is the original growing up in hip hop with Angela, uh, Romeo, Vanessa, all of them. So it looks very juicy. It looks like Romeo has finally gotten over Angela, and finally gotten over Angela. You know, not wanting to be with him and not wanting to, you know, kick it with him and whatever the case may be. Probably ain't give him none, but she gave Bow Wow some. You can't tell me that the bitch. You can't tell me that Angela Simmons was a virgin when she first got pregnant, okay? There is no way that you can tell me that. Because if, if y'all tell me that, if y'all tell me that, their future is really my soul brother, okay? Because there is no way. So, you know, it's a lot of things going on in the trailer. Bow Wow done found himself making his way on there. I don't know if him and Angela are trying to get back together, you know, some stuff talking about how what Angela posted on Instagram. So, you know, it should be a little juicy. I know JoJo is showing him getting married on the show. Um, so basically the Simmons have really taken over growing up hip hop. They have really changed the game with everything because, you know, at first it was just small, you know, people. It wasn't, you know, that popular like that but now that all the Simmons are on there Vanessa Angela and um Jojo uh what's getting popping but I'm kind of glad that Romeo kind of opened his eyes with Angela because I wasn't really feeling them as a couple I mean they were they're cute together but Angela Simmons just doesn't she doesn't do it for me it's just something about her I don't I don't know what it is she just she just rubs me the wrong way. She really does. So, everyone, Robin Crawford, I think is her name. She was supposed to, you know, be one of Whitney Houston's close friends. She always, like, hung out with her, was there for her, whatever. Now she's come out with this book. And in this book, she's talking about her and Whitney's relationship and you know she explains how they were very intimate with each other but they really couldn't talk about it because back in that time nobody was really voicing their sexual you know choices or you know opinions or anything like that it was more so like this is an image she had to keep up so she know to be with Bobby Brown whatever of course we know that Bobby Brown couldn't stand Robin we already knew that we knew that from looking at the Bobby Brown story now with Robin my issue with her is why all of a sudden Whitney has been dead for a very long time why all of a sudden do you want to give us this book is it because whatever money you had from Whitney that you probably saved up is it gone like what exactly are you bidding bidding like what are you what are you getting from this what are you benefiting like what is the point of you telling us all of these things that we haven't already seen in documentaries you know it's a documentary that came on I believe Showtime 
talking about Whitney Houston. It was a sad documentary. It was sad. My girl was on them drugs bad. And, you know, Robin was in the documentary. So it's just like, what exactly did are you telling us different in this book that we didn't get from the documentary? And another thing I don't like either, too, let these people that have passed away, let them rest in eternal peace. Why must you bring up things that happened while they were alive? Why? They're gone now. They're in heaven. They're resting. Why must you bring up things that have happened? I I just don't get that part. Like, what exactly are you benefiting? Like, what are you getting from this? What are you gaining from this? Are you trying to gain fans? Are you trying to gain, like, respects? Like, what exactly are you gaining from this? So it's her telling us, you know, oh, you know, it was. I thought it was weird how Whitney died because Whitney really loved the water. That girl could swim. She loved doing this, that, and the third. Okay, so now you're trying to, you know, put the, because if, if I hear something like that, I'm going to think, oh, wow. That's kind of crazy then how she died. Like, what exactly are you getting at? So I just don't understand her. I mean, like, she's doing interviews. She's promoting this book. You know, she's out there. And then it's like you you didn't speak to Whitney how long? And you knew of everything that was going on around her. Yes, you say that you try to stop certain things. But you knew of what was going around her and you stopped dealing with her. And when you stopped dealing with her, that really broke her even more based off of things that she was already going through. So, you know, when I see people like that, I think they have motives and I don't know what the motives are, especially for someone that is no longer here to even defend or voice anything you know and I do believe that Whitney's mother did not want her to come out with this book Robin she did not want Robin to come out with this book but you know comes out anyway she's promoting it um is it something that I would want to read probably not I probably will read the Rick Ross book before I read this one but it it, it just it just baffles me pretty much because I'm just like lost as to like why is this such a big deal? But, you know. Um, so, I did see, too, that Vivica A. Fox, she's not here for the Set It Off remake. And I kind of agree with her. Because when they're doing these reboots and doing these remakes of these classic movies, they're forgetting classic parts in the movie because they're trying to make them of what is norm now so it's like i agree with her we don't need a remake for that we don't need it at all just let it be a classic within itself just let it be like we don't need a remake of friday like we don't need any of those now coming to america yes we needed a part two with coming to america so i wouldn't even consider that a reboot because it's like okay they left us on the first part they got married so it's like you know what's next she's a prince you know she's a princess whatever whatever they're in zamunda whatever but when you're trying to remake something it, it doesn't go well it doesn't mesh with what's 
already been made. So that is one thing I agree with Vivica A. Fox on. Like, we don't need to remake a classic. Let that movie be a classic. Let that movie come on when it comes on for reruns because it do come on BET sometimes or watch it on Netflix. But don't remake it. It was enough that they did a play with it, okay? The remake, we definitely don't need at all. We don't need them. We don't need them. And I hope people will stop it and stop trying to bring them to life. Leave them there in the vault where they belong. Stop bringing them. We don't want them. No want them. No want them. So, this is twerk something segment. Everybody is twerking, I hope. Okay. Twerk your lives away. Okay. All right, so let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do is name John Legend the sexiest man alive. I don't know who voted on this, but it's damn sure some better looking men than John Legend. Let's see. We got Lorenz Tate. He's fine as hell. We got Leon, sexy Leon. He's fine. I mean, fine. I mean, who else we got? We got Bow Wow. We got... Chris Brown. Chris Brown is beyond, okay? We got some people besides John Legend. So I don't know who voted on this. I don't know where they got it from. Chrissy Teigen, she loves it. She supports her man like she's supposed to. But how the hell we get John Legend to be the sexiest man alive? How? How? When we have so many class. Lorenz Tate is about 40-something. He's fine as fuck. Fine as fuck. Ain't age big. Looking good. Still look good how you did in Love John days. So I, 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 I am like George Bush on this one. I demand a recount. I want a recount because this is absurd. It really is. It's absurd. It's quite ridiculous. It is. And what you want to do is lock up Quality the Cat. He was trying to save the homies. He's just trying to free the homies. And y'all done put him in a confinement. He was just trying to free his little friends, his little homies, his little homegirls and homeboys. And you had to lock him up. Not quality, free quality. Free him. Why would y'all lock him up? Why would y'all lock him up? Like, really? He looks so sad behind. Like, free my man. Okay. So, what you want to do is name John Legend the sexiest man alive. I, I don't know how that came in. Maybe it was a whole bunch of white girls that voted. I don't know. Because, you know, white girls, they don't really know what's sexy. They just know. <laughs> like, black girls, we know. Damn, he fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know who voted for that. And what you want to do is lock up quality. Free my man quality. Free him. Hashtag free quality. Okay? He was just trying to save his friends. Save his homies, okay? So, I hope everyone has a wonderful work week, a wonderful Monday, good people, okay? Um, so, this weekend, I'll be celebrating Friendsgiving with my friends, and I can't wait because it's going to be a good time. But we are going to be on our 100th episode coming after the Thanksgiving holiday. So be prepared for that, good people. I'm going to have a good show for you. Um, yet again, make sure you check us out on Apple, Apple, iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Google Play. Follow me on Shanghai 87 and Shanghai 
underscore chronicles. Um, my shank got 87 pages only open right now because I'm waiting for future to respond to me. See my soul brother. Um, other than that, I will, you know, I do make my page private or whatever, but you know, I definitely will accept you guys. So I hope yet again, everyone has a good work week and like I always do, I'm out.